You're not alone. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and uh, normally I wouldn't be recording an episode this early in the week, um, but I just came across the Singapore walk and... um, Yeah, we're going to talk about it. But first, our first segment. List building with Joe. And I wanted to look this week at uh, Empire kind of efficiency list, so to speak. Um, I don't know how good it is, but it certainly... um, it takes a lot of the the best pieces of the empire and puts them all in the same list and uh, just allows you to kind of play around with it. So without further ado, here we go. We've got Merrick Steel in the TIE Advance with fire control system and shield upgrade. Tomax Bren with True Grit, plasma torpedoes, and ion bombs. Major Reimer with Sat Salvo, Barrage Rockets, and ion bombs. Lieutenant Lareer with Enduring and Targeting Computer and Sensitive Controls. Captain Faroff with Ion Limited Overdrive. Captain Hark and Targeting Computer. And the last one is Deathfire. And this is um, the TIE Bomber Expansion Pack uh, with Swift Approach, Connernets, and Proton Bombs. So, uh, again, this is all just a bunch of really efficient Empire pieces. But I think if flown well, this could be a decent list let me know what you think in the discord let's head into our next segment amg rules forum and surprise surprise as we are entering into the holidays there is not any new things posted in the uh, rules forum so what we're going to do um is we're going to open up the rules reference guidance and um, pick out one thing in there and just talk about that briefly. And this week, the thing that we are going to talk about is cancel. And so cancel reads, when a die result is canceled, a player takes one die displaying the canceled result and physically removes the die from the common area. Players ignore all canceled results. Note, canceling dice does not count as modifying dice. And then we're just going to uh, kind of look in there and go a little bit further because we've got some time and we're going to look at modifying dice. Um, as soon as I can find it... Um, you know what never mind we're just going to skip that just talk about cancel so canceling doesn't count as dice modification let's head into the next segment and now it's time for the main event now y'all I try very hard to not bring you um gotcha podcasts or not even so much gotcha but just like uh vitriolic podcasts where um usually i take the time to 
think about what I want to say, what I'm going to do. Um, and I, I try to talk about it amongst other X-Wing players just so I'm not, for lack of a better term, just shooting from the hip um, up here in the cast. And um, I probably shouldn't be recording this episode. I'm uh, at the <laughs> current time um, just feeling a little antsy and a little frustrated um, outside of X-Wing and uh, everything. And now I'm going to talk about something that, um, frankly, I have a lot of questions on, so to speak. So, um, and that's the Singapore World Open Qualifiers. Now, before I get into any other any other details, let's talk about lists. Now, um, usually what I do in this podcast, as I'm sure you are all familiar at this point, is we'll look at the, the mid-tier lists and we'll kind of read over them and try to decide if that list was there due to um, variance or pilot decision or maybe both. Um and, and kind of look at that. So what I've done is I've selected 14 lists that we're going to talk about real quick. Um, and then kind of kind of go from there. So um, first we'll start with and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the position of any of these. I'm not gonna give the win rates. The data is online. you can look at that. Um, we're just gonna talk about the list. So the first one, we've got Sock Oddball, Sock Wolf, Sock Jag, um, Sock Kickback, Sock Axe, and Slider with Predator. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six ships, whole lot of beef, um, Republic. Next, we've got Sock Jag, Padme Amidala with Marksmanship, Passive Sensors, Proton Torpedoes, Sock Wolf, Sock Oddball, and Sock Anakin. Uh, Meta staple, we've seen this one over and over again. We know it's a good list. Okay, next one down. We have Darth Vader, so Boy Vader. Then we have Merrick Steel with Fire Control System and Proton Rockets. Juno Eclipse with Proton Rockets. Tomax Bren with... Barrage Rockets, Bomblet Generator, Sat Salvo, and Major Rhymer with uh, Barrage Rockets, Munitions Failsafe, Sat Salvo. So we've got a, a 6 4 4 3 3, uh, 20 points. Um, kind of a little bit different than the, the standard uh, Empire meta piece, but um, three TIE Advance are good, and these two bombers are good. Um, so not surprised to see them all working together to make a good list. All right, next we've got Resistance, and we see Eloatsi with Heavy Laser Cannon, S-Foils, and Predator, Temin Wexley with Heavy Laser Cannon, S-Foils, Predator, and Targeting Computer. wonder why Targeting Computer. Anyway, um... Tally, who haven't seen her in a while, with Crackshot, Heroic, Plasma Torpedoes, and Starboard Slash. 
Caracoon with heavy laser cannon, S-foils, and Predator, and Jess Pava with S-foils, R2-D2, and targeting computer. So a little different take on the uh, on the quote-unquote 5X from the Resistance, um, throwing Tally in there, Vice, the nor- more common one, which is Lulu. Um, but, I mean, this person still did well with it. All right, next we see the Rebel Alliance, and we see... Han Solo with Chopper, Biston Engine Upgrade, Perceptive Co-Pilot, and the Falcon title. Boy Luke, Boy Holoken, Keo Vinzi with Concussion Missiles and Lone Wolf, and Sabine Wren in the TIE Fighter with Beskar Reinforced Plating. Uh, another meta staple, not going to spend a lot of time talking about this. Next one. Now this is a list that I've seen uh, in our local um, community played, uh, and I, I think it's good. Um... And you've got Volandos with crack shot and shield upgrade, two Magna Guard protectors with Discord missiles, independent calculations, and sync laser cannons, Dirge with Dead Man's Witch, Marshmanship, Proton Cannons, Seismic Charges, Xanadu Blood, and Cad Bane with Contraband Cybernetics, Dead Man's Witch, Marshmanship, and Sync Laser Cannons. Um, so that's four rogue class for those that are counting at home, and then Volandos, which is just a good piece. Um all right, next we have Republic, and we see uh, Anakin Skywalker with heavy laser cannon, R4P astromech, and shield upgrade. So customizable Etta Anakin. Uh, Wolf, customizable Wolf with expert handling, R4P, and veteran tail gunner. Oddball, SOC Oddball, SOC Jag. And then customizable Contrail with um, the Esh configuration, C110P. Uh, droid, marksmanship, and precision ion engines. So quite quite a different take um, on Republic, but um, you know, still still has the potential to be a, a decent list. All right, next we see Empire, and we see starter pack Vader. With Captain Jonas with Barrage Rockets, Bomber Generator, Sat Savo, Merrick Steel with Afterburners, Fire Control System, Tomax Bren with Barrage Rockets, Bomber Generator, Sat Salvo, Major Reimer with Barrage Rockets, Sat Salvo, and Seismic Charges. Now, the only thing that I'll say about this is a little bit different take, but um, I think a couple episodes back in Gold Squadron, Ryan Stanaduski actually mentioned it. And sorry for butchering your name. Um, I kind of stuttered a little bit there. Uh, anyway. Um, adding Captain Jonas to the, the bombers reduces the overall effectiveness of your list by 10 points. So if, if it was a hundred people and normally you'd cut to, no, this is going to be a bad example. Um, anyway, reducing it by 10 points which could be the difference of, of making cut. For whatever reason, Captain Jonas reduces the effectiveness of Empire Lists, and I think we see that in the um, in the score. And again, uh, I'm not going to say them, but if you're curious, look at the data online. All right, next we see the Rebel Alliance, and we see Han Solo, Chopper, Biston, Engine Upgrade, Falcon, Perceptive Copilot, Boy Luke, Keo Venzi with Concussion Missiles and Predator, Wedge Antilles with Marksmanship and Predator, 
and Sabine Wren with Beskar Reinforced Plating. Now, again, another meta staple. Um, not surprised to see this one. All right, just a couple more lists that we're going to talk about. Another resistance list. So we've got Finn with Heroic Pattern Analyzer Perceptive Copilot. Elo with her uh, Ferrisphere Paint, Heroic S-Foils, and Lone Wolf. Nimi with Ferrisphere S-Foils M9G8. Temin Wexley with Ferrisphere Paint, Heroic S-Foils, and R6D8. And Jess Pava with BB-8, Ferrisphere Paint, Integrated S-Foils. Now, I don't want to say there's a right and a wrong way to build out the quote-unquote five-ship resistance. Um, I'm not sure that this is uh, an effective way to do that. Okay. Then we've got the Republic next, and we see SOC Oddball, SOC Wolf, SOC Jag, SOC Anakin, and then Mace Windu with CLT, Heightened Perceptive, uh, heightened perception and R4P17. Uh, another another take. Mace Windu is is good. Flown well, can be good. All right. Then we go down to resistance and we see Poe Dameron in the thirteen hundred with engine upgrade. Hondo Anako, Ray Ray's Falcon trick shot. Nine Numb with elusive heavy laser cannon S foils pattern analyzer R4 Astromech. Elo Atsi with Crackshot S-Foils R68, and Temin Wexley with Crackshot Integrated S-Foils and M9G8. So a little, little different. Could be, I mean, Poe's good. I'm not sure about Hondo, but yeah, whatever floats your boat. All right, next is another resistance list. We've got Kai Thernali with Heroic S-Foils M9G8, Karakun with Heavy Laser Cannon S-Foils Predator, Zori Bliss with Dorsal Turret, Heroic, Plasma Torpedoes, Wartime Loadout. Eloatsi with Heavy Laser Cannon, Heroic, S-Foils, Marksmanship. And Temin Wexley with S-Foils, Lone Wolf, Munitions Failsafe, and Plasma Torpedoes. Okay. Uh, and then the last one that we'll read, um, kind of a, a bonus one, uh, Han Solo with Chopper, Crew, Biston, Engine Upgrade, Falcon, Title, Perceptive, Copilot, Boy Look, Boy Luke, Keo Vinzi with Concussion Missiles, Lone Wolf, Wedge with Marksmanship and Predator, and Sabine Wren with Beskar Reinforced Plating. Now those are just 14, well, 15 lists that I pulled out of the Singapore World Qualifier. Here's the thing, and this is what really kind of chapped me. There was only 16 players there. That's right. So, for... I mean, they they met the requirement for a store champ, I guess. But instead of uh, only one invite... For 16 players, we've got three invites for, or four invites, potentially, for 16 players. Now, I there could be extenuating circumstances. I don't know. I haven't listened to the other podcasts at this point in the week as I normally do. So if I'm wrong about that, I apologize. But just, just the fact that this has walk attached to it and you have such a low player count like on the one hand i'm very very happy that we are doing world open qualifiers across the world 
beyond happy to see that. But I doubt Singapore gets one next year because that player count now X-Wing has been struggling overall. I get it. I understand. But when we are telling people that go to store championships with 14 and 15 players that they their world invite isn't valid and then we have a world open qualifier or a world qualifier now again if this is just a store championship and it goes to the top one then everything i'm saying is is null and void and you should just ignore this episode in its entirety but if this if this really is the if this is a, a a true walk then i would hate to be in the amg shoes because you're basically telling again people that went to store championships with 14 15 players and said no to one invite and then you potentially give out four to a tournament that had had 16 players i've read it some places other places shows me 14 um i read 15 lists so um like we don't even or don't even know the full the full data on it um and you're and you're and if they're willing to honor the invites from those then should they honor invites from those 14 and 15 player store championships i don't know i don't i don't have the answer to that um what i understand is there is something roughly and this is not confirmed by by any means but the number that i've heard is 4000 store championship kits in the wild not not 400 4000 so and if we had 27 or 25 or whatever the number is walks so you put in four from each of those walks that's 100 there so you're talking about potentially 4100 invites to worlds no that's that's an unfathomable number so i understand why amg is is um if if that's the number i understand why amg um would hard commit to the you must have 16 players in order to um to qualify for worlds i I get that i also think that worlds shouldn't necessarily be the um I think it should be more of a celebration of the game um, than the uber competitive 
thing that it's become, but that's that's a whole different story. Um, maybe I'll talk about it on a future podcast. Maybe I won't. Who who knows? But the fact that you've got such low numbers to something that has walk associated with it. I mean, I can't see it as anything less than a smack in the face of anyone who who was told their invite isn't valid because they only had 14 or 15 players um, at their store championship. Again, and think about not only not only the the invites, but the the templates went out to top four. Okay. The range rulers went out to half the people that showed up. And everyone got the Jedi punch board and the cards. And who knows what other prizes. And that's just, and then there's all this extra stuff that's out there. Right? And I have no idea what's what's going on with that. But it's just, like, I saw this. I was going to sit on it for a day and just let it marinate. But I couldn't. I I had to talk about it. I cannot like this this just blows my mind that a walk had such few numbers. So what does that what does that mean for the longevity of the game? Well, as I said, I doubt Singapore will get a walk next year. Right? If if they can't put up the numbers, um then I, I don't I don't see them I don't see them getting one. Um, if I do let's see can I do a search here real quick? Um, I don't I wouldn't know how to do even begin to start on this. Um. Well, I guess New Zealand had a World Open qualifier. Uh, I, I don't know if I just missed this one or not, but only had 18 people. So that's that's another one that kind of looks in there. Um, what are the rest of the numbers on World Open qualifiers? Um, sorry, there is no easy way to to look over this. Okay, so PAX had 73. Uh, the French had 49. Um, the Polish walk had 57. The Western Canadian walk had 44. The New Zealand one had 18. So again, that would be another one that I would say probably doesn't get one next year. Um, Eastern Canada, the St. Lawrence Open had 44. Um, 
let's see the nordic one had 50 italy had 26 um lgt i don't know where that one was had 27 uh golden state games had 48 madrid had 53 nova had a total of uh, 75 over the two days. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's all of that. And sorry for the sporadic talking as I kind of went through and, and did that. It's so frustrating to me to see such low numbers attached to a walk. Um, now, again, I could be wrong. There could be other extenuating circumstances and whatnot. Um, but man, oh man, does that like strike a nerve. And I, I can't be the only one that, that feels that way. Um, if, if you feel that way, let me know in the Discord. I I would really like to see your opinion. And again, this isn't this isn't flaming. I I don't I have no desire to see the people who who played, because um, you can't control who shows up to an event, right? There's just no way to do that. I've been toing long enough, and I've been trying to work in the SoCal area long enough to get people to show up, even to the point of calling out people by name, and you just can't control who shows up. It can't be done. So I don't have any ill will towards the people that showed up to the um, Singapore World Qualifier. But, gosh, those numbers, man, just... just seem bad i mean like there's store championships that have 30 players or more showing up and they only get one invite right and and i know that i know that gosh i know they can't you can't control who shows up but man oh man does that just Really grinds my gears is is the easiest way to put it. Um, but enough on that. Let's go ahead and go into our last segment. And again, right, if there are extenuating circumstances or anything else on that, um, let me know. Um, and... Um, and disregard everything else from this podcast. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for your time. It means a lot to me. Please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast. It lets other people know why they should listen and tell your friends. Thank you to our patrons, who without this podcast would not be possible. As you know, I like to end each episode with a question. And this week's question is... 
What are your thoughts on the Singapore World Open Qualifier? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. You're not alone.